energy philosopher and author Alex Epstein joins me to discuss why America's leaders must adopt an energy freedom policy to ensure we have the fuel we need to grow our families and communities. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, I'll also break down a whistleblower report that claims the FBI, listen to this, has voluminous evidence of Hunter Biden's crooked actions in Ukraine and China. Follow the Sarah Carter Show wherever you get your podcasts. Folks, stop overpaying and let Recoil Gunworks be your go-to for ammo. This is a great Indiana-based company, and it was actually created in a small basement in 2013. Small Midwest town in their basement, and uh, family-owned, they think like us. And they're really known for, over at Recoil Gunworks, their web-based firearms, ammo, and accessories retailer. They're really known for their police trade-in guns in great shape. They pick them, including the firearms, the lights, the sights, the scopes, tasers, and more. You can buy now, pay later, no interest. And at Recoil Gunworks, they have very, very competitive pricing. Super easy to use website as well. Just visit recoilgunworks.com slash Dana. You can search for whatever you need by caliber, weight, application. You can look for brands like Winchester, Federal. Uh, Vast majority of the country, by the way, has no restrictions on receiving ammo and they will note you know they have it all up there very helpfully on their website ammo shipped to your door where legal and they explain that including illinois new jersey and connecticut you need to see the frequently asked questions on that and check the product restrictions page for further state law requirements and restrictions visit recoilgunworks.com dana today to get you a full list of products and use code dana to get free shipping on your next order whether you need it in the woods or on the range recoil gunworks gets it there fast. And once you make your first order, it won't be the last. Use code Dana right now to get free shipping at recoilgunworks.com slash Dana. Folks, we know what the Republican Congress will do if they regain power. They're telling us, they're being straight up about it. They're going to repeal lower prescription drug prices I just signed into law and raise drug prices. They're going to cut Social Security and Medicare. They'll pass massive tax cuts for the wealthy make them permanent, but they're not now the individual tax cuts. They'll threaten the very foundations of the American economy if we don't meet their demands. And they talk about inflation. Everything they've proposed or are proposing will make inflation worse. Everything they're proposing will make inflation worse. I'm really curious, who are the people doing the threatening? Because the only people that I see doing that are well they're not republicans welcome to the show that was uh president what's the uh unity no 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 what's the new what's the new catchphrase it's all the kids are saying it the mega mega thank you golly i know we're gonna get to it because i i thought that by the time today rolled around because it happened on a friday i thought that i would have it out of my system guess what I don't, I don't have it out of my system yet. So <laughs> it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to be repeating it ad nauseum and I'm so sorry. So welcome to the program. Dana Lash here with you. Happy Monday. It is Monday. And we're at the top of our first hour. We're going to get you set up for the week. So this, uh, he had a couple of weird addresses over or weird interviews over the weekend. And we're going to get into some of them because I, I feel, cause they're trying to make you feel confident about uh him and <laughs> nobody does 
And so he had all of these really weird, they're try, they don't have any other talking point. They have nothing else going into uh, midterm elections. So they have to try to scare everybody somehow. And that's the way that, that's the only, really the only way that they have to keep kind of control, to keep power, to keep power, to keep control of anything. So they're going to try to scare everybody about those scary Republicans. They're so, they're going to take all of your social securities and everything. <sighs> your lovable curmudgeon Dana Lash here with you. They're, uh, they're going to eat everybody's social securities, Kane. That's what Biden comes out and says, you know, them Republicans, they's going to go out there and eat all y'all social securities. They're going to eat all y'all's retirement. They're going to go eat all y'all stuff up. So what's going to happen. So you better vote for you better vote for me, Joe Biden, or you ain't black. It's kind of I mean, that's what he says. It's not I'm not making that up. He but he says, I don't get his complaint that Republicans haven't helped him. He's their party is in control. Yeah, their party is in control of of all of the things. They have a ridiculous con- level of control in the House. They have a ton of control, well, not a ton, by one in the Senate. So they've got a lot of control. Not sure where he's going with this. Okay, I've waited long enough. Can I have it, please? Can I have the mega maggle trickle down? I've waited long enough, guys. It's time. It's mega maga trickle down. Oh, he got Mega maga trickle down. The kind of policies that have failed the country before and will fail it again. What is he, so, what is he talking about? Why does he think that, that nothing's been failed? Nothing has failed. Nothing has failed. In fact, I loved my tax cut. Kane, did you love your tax cut? Oh my gosh, I loved my tax Golly. cut. Having more of my own money? How do you not love something like that? My tax cut was my best friend. I loved my tax cut. It was amazing. Not only that, but you know what? No one tried to mess with us in terms of foreign policy because they were so terrified that Trump would press a button. How many new wars were under Trump? Uh, that would be zero That's wars. Was. That's right. Everybody had, more, everybody had more money. A rising tide raised all ships. You had record number minority women business period creation. Everybody, everybody, everybody did better. And then now look at us. And, and we had, we did, we had actual, we did have actual wage growth. We had everything growth. We were, we became a net exporter of oil and gas. We, I mean, we started dominating. And unfortunately, unfortunately, now, if you look at it, now we're not. It's measurable. The pain is real and measurable. So I'm not quite sure why he, not quite sure why he's, I mean, I, I, the phrase, and I know that they coined that phrase because I started to see every Tom, Dick, and Harry using it all across the social media sphere. It was the one time this weekend, it was kind of a busy weekend. It was the one time this weekend I checked in to see what was trending. And I saw this phrase everywhere. And I knew because I saw the soundbite when it came out. And I thought, oh my gosh, how, many, how much do you want to bet? It's all the same pundits. And of course it was. It was all the same pundits. It was all the same people. All the same Democrats that were out there repeating it over and over again. Because they wanted to make it stick. They wanted to make it a thing. Mega, mega trickle down. That sounds horrible, by the way. That's, and he was so proud. Did you see? 
He looked like Carrie Strug when he landed that when Carrie Strug landed that jump with her whacked out ankle at the Olympics. Remember that? And and the only re- the reason that's why that's burned into my brain is because they did a skit with Chris Kattan on SNL and it was Kippy and Carrie Strug and they had a whole thing and he was like Carrie, I was re-. it was this hysterical. But it was when Carrie Carrie Strug landed that jump. She landed that vault on a on a sprained ankle. And and clinched the gold for the women's gymnastics team. It was like ninety something. Here I was in high school going, oh my gosh, it's so great. And and that's he acted the same. Like that was his big accomplishment for the week was to make sure that he got all those words in and got them correctly. They cannot. They haven't. Yeah, and that came brings up another point. All of the talking points that he has, whether it is. Uh, de- this, this so they wait. They're concerned about the deficit because they keep saying that they need to they need to reduce the deficit, and they were upset over deficit spending, even though it was brought on by locking down the economy, and they were trying to accuse Republicans of deficit of just of, of increasing the deficit. Yet it was again, you guys wanted to lock down the economy, but at the same time, if he's reduced anything as per said deficit, why is it in the latest what is it reconciliation the budget? Or no, the uh, the the stopgap measure essentially. Why are, why is it that they raise the debt ceiling? That's what I don't understand. That doesn't make any sense either. So a bunch of and people know this. He goes out there and he says words, and everybody knows that it's just they just trot him out there to show that he's still alive. Nobody looks to him for any any in depth, you know, response to anything. They don't look to him it's for this stuff. Mega mega trickle down. So mega mega is a thing, right? Mega Maga. Like, if you were to go into a bar and order that, I wonder what that would be like. Is that like the Mega Pint of Johnny Depp's wine? Yeah, Mega Pint? Oh, man. Alive. It's not bad enough to be Maga. It's now Mega Maga. Well, it, w- it was Extreme Maga. Right. It's Mega Maga now. Now it's, uh, no, those people aren't crazy enough. Now it's Mega Maga. By units and measurements, which is bigger, an extreme? Or a mega? I would say mega because mega sounds something. It sounds... Like um, megaton. Yeah. It sounds like a kaiju coming out of the, you know, Mariana Trench out in the Pacific is what it does. A kaiju coming out and it's mega mega. Oh my gosh. Call Godzilla. But he's he's saying this stuff because he wants to scare people. Have you noticed that's the other soundbite they've got? Is they're trying to scare... They're going back to the well to scare all the old folks again. They do this all the time. Can I just say something? The government... When, when people are talking about the privatization of Social Security, they're not talking about taking all y'all's cash. They're not, taking about, they're not talking about taking people's money. They're talking about allowing future generations to not have to give the government money. Do you honestly sit here and trust the government? The government is Jack Kevorkian, basically. Like, I'm going to take care of you. And the government, this was only supposed to be a temporary thing for widows and that after the war. It wasn't supposed to be a forever safety net. But thanks to FDR, sidebar, when my son... It was asked in his politics class who the worst presidents in history are. He listed FDR, Carter, Obama, and Biden. And he apparently went off on a 20-minute tangent on all of them. And it was a 20-minute monologue on all of them. It was amazing, and I've never felt more proud as a parent. Really hated FDR. He said he was one of the worst presidents ever, and that he was, and that he created the mold through which all of the statists uh, were created, I think is how he said it. Anyway, God love him. Uh, but to my point, though, this they go back to this well all the time. Oh, they're going to scare. They're going to where the Republicans want to take old folks' social security. Younger people, 
would rather not have to give their money forcibly to the government. They could probably, well, I know they could. They could do a way better job and get a way better return on their investments by taking that money and doing what they would would rather do with it in order to prepare for their old age. The government? You trust the government to do this? The government that can't even keep a roadside bathroom clean? The government? Have you ever been into any government office? The government? The government. Really? That's, I mean, that's, there's no comparison. It is asinine. The the argument that they're trying to make is that they're better at, at preparing you for your old age than you are, but yet they don't have a record of doing this. Social Security has been broke. It's been broke because they have they keep taking it. Uh, I mean, so this whole thing, he had a soundbite on this, and it wasn't just him. There were a number of other people. That's one of their talking points, I guess, that they were dispatched with out over the weekend because it was all, they kept bringing it up, and, and, and there's a piece that I have, too, from the Hill that gets into steering the conversation towards the economy could actually actually help Democrats. And it's by two very wide-eyed and still optimistic Democrat pundits and operatives. It's hysterical. But they said, you know, keep bringing up the, um, keep bringing up, you know, Social Security, et cetera. So that's why you're hearing it. No one's taking the Social Security money. This idea of privatization is about people keeping their money. Democrats have already taken your damn money. So just acknowledge this and let's move forward on the conversation. The government has no right to your cash. They've already taken it. Al Al Gore, when he said he was going to put it in a lockbox, he spent it all on the masseuse who released his chakra. Google it. Don't Actually, don't do that. Don't Google it. I'm so sorry. Don't do it. Stop it. All right, diesel, apparently, here's another crisis, because the crises just keep coming. U.S. diesel supplies at its lowest level since 2008. Now, remember, we're going to have, they, they, they keep saying we're going to have more releases from SPR, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Diesel, though, all-time low. And I was looking at the demand. They said that apparently we just have 25 days. Actually, it's fewer than that now. It's, it's probably accounting for the weekend. It's probably like 23. Has uh, just, you know, 25 days of diesel supply left. The lowest since 2008, according to EIA, the Energy Information Administration. And the four-week rolling averages, they said, of desolates supplied, a proxy for demand, rose to its highest seasonal level since 07. Yay! Everything's going to get more expensive with diesel. So excited. Also, coming up, so Biden doesn't have time to go to the border, but he had time to sit down with the guy who's been appropriating the female sex running around in biker shorts and a crop top saying, it's day 66 of girlhood. And all of this stuff, he was one of the two who sat down One of the two dudes who sat down at a table to talk about what it was like to be a woman for Ulta. Joe Biden legit sat down with this dude over the weekend. I'm not kidding. That's what he had time to do. And he backed the unnecessary surgeries, uh, even for minors. We're going to talk about all of this because that is unbelievable. I can't, you know, doesn't have time for anything else, but has time to do that. Y'all need to be making sure that you're sending your kids to good schools. That's all I got to say. And uh, one of our partners over at Hillsdale, Hillsdale College is a small Christian classical liberal arts college in southern Michigan. They make it easy because they're offering free classes to get yourself and everyone you love educated. And think about all of the issues that we're dealing with today. I would say, aside from the uh, cringe lords that are behind the gender whatever theory, because I don't think the founders dealt with that. Everything else, though, when you look at foreign policy, when you look at immigration, when you look at our basic rights, when you look at marriage, 
these are issues that are part of the political dialogue today. And it's they're not anachronistic. They were also big issues during the time of the founders. So here's what's important. Understand where the founders came from when creating our republic, especially in the face of the Marxist CRT. And so this is where Hillsdale comes in. They're offering a, a number of free courses online. You can enroll in. They're free. For instance, they have uh, two professors, Thomas West and David Azra, uh, talking about the thoughts and ideas of America's founders in the real American founding, a conversation. We know what our founding fathers thought because we have the minutes to their debates. We, they were prolific letter writers. Uh, Washington traveled with 80 some odd scribes during the entire War of Independence. So we know exactly what they thought during this time. It, that They just don't want to talk about it. I mean, that you're not going to see cable news acknowledge this, but Hillsdale will. They also offer courses like Constitution 101, the meaning and history of the Constitution, the great American story, a land of hope. These are timeless truths discussed in a supportive community. And it's all about helping to better articulate your defense for constitutional government. So what are you waiting for? Midterm elections are around the corner. These are the pressing issues of our time and they were in our founders time too. visit Dana for Hillsdale.com and watch the trailer video for the real American founding a conversation sign up for this free completely free online course Dana for Hillsdale.com and now all of the news you would probably miss it's time for Dana's quick five brought to you by Caltech so guess what we're gonna apparently pay more money another 50 billion in U- new Ukraine aid before next Congress he's <laughs> already getting mad It's coming from us. They said that apparently there's a new massive piece of legislation they're trying to shove through before newly elected members are sworn in on January. NBC reported Thursday that the idea was under consideration to pass a bill for Ukraine aid that would cover an entire year during the lame duck period. It's expected to be worth roughly around $50 billion. That would bring our spending to over $115 billion. But I'll be damned. Can't have no money for that wall. Can't do that. That is not allowed, sir. The Pentagon deploys 4,700 members of the 101st Airborne Division in Eastern Europe. Okay, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The U.S. Look, I get it. We're, we're ready to defend every inch of NATO soil. However, are there actually, other than, than hysterical reports actual credible information suggesting that there's a move on NATO's. No, there's not. Stop. So we've had 4,700 from Fort Campbell, Kentucky to Romania, where soldiers stand ready to reinforce NATO's eastern flank on a moment's notice. We're going to come back to this when we talk to Stephen Yates here. Uh, The Coral Princess Cruise, it's happening again. They have 1,900 passengers on board. They went into partial lockdown as 100 travelers came down with the coronavirus. Again, reason number 5,070 why I don't do cruises. Federal data shows math scores are at record lows across the country during the coronavirus pandemic. Reading scores dropped to levels that haven't been seen for more than 30 years. And authorities confirmed that Gold's gym owner, Rainier Schaller, and his family were on a twin-engine turboprop when the aircraft crashed off Costa Rica. They think all six on board were killed. Sad indeed. Stick with us. Dana Lash here for Arc Seeds. There's a growing sense of instability and uncertainty. Gas, housing, everyday items are way up. Uh, food prices have the nation reeling. The ability to grow your own healthy food is on almost everybody's mind. So this is why I want to tell you about Arc Seed Kits. You can visit Arc, A-R-K, ArcSeedKits.com and enter code Dana to receive 10% off. Now, Arc Seed Kits, it's a non-GMO seed company. It's family owned and they provide heirloom seeds for 
across the nation for over 13 years. They want to make sure every home in America has the ability to grow and harvest its own food. And these are the highest quality heirloom seeds. They arrive in a sustainable container offering long-term and short-term storage. And they also bring seed-saving knowledge and food preparedness to you in your community. You can get seeds for vegetables and herbs. They have 50,000 organically grown seeds in each kit. We're talking corn, watermelon, cucumbers, lettuce, beans, tomatoes, all kinds of stuff. Designed to grow nutrient and calorie-dense vegetables and fruits to sustain any home at any time. So, and they can be harvested and regrown year after year. You guys know how heirloom seeds work, right? Chaz Chop in Portland didn't. So visit Arc Seed Kits and enter Dana to get your 10% discount code and be on your way to food and economic security, helping you and your family and your community. It's a limited time offer. Visit arcseedkits.com, A-R-K, and order your seed kits and save 10% today. Listen to The Dana Show live on the Odyssey app, weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Do you think states should have a right to ban gender-affirming health care? I don't think any state or anybody should have the right to do that. As a moral question and as a legal question. I just think it's wrong. <clears throat> so that is, he doesn't have time to go to the border, but he can sit and have conversations about that with a guy who's, trying, who's, who's in woman face. Yeah. Welcome back to the program. You're a lovable curmudgeon here. Dana Lash with you to start your Monday off right. It is incredible misogyny. So Joe Biden meets with this dude. He can I can we stop saying TikTok star or whatever platform is popular right now? Star. Remember when it used to be Vine? Vine star. Now it's TikTok star. (laughs) I hate it. But the guy's name is Dylan Mulvaney. And he is, he's merching himself out. He's, he's making bank off of woman face. He's documenting his quote unquote transition to male, from male to male still. <laughs> we're not going to, I'm not, we're not buying into this. There's at no, I mean, you can sit here and you can, you know, uh, turn it inside out. And everything else that does not make what ladies have. But he's one of the he's like he was sitting down speaking with Joe Biden on this. And that's when he asked Biden whether or not states should be able to limit. Don't you love how just birdbath shallow this question is limit access to gender affirming treatments. First off, everything with this is wrong. The hot topic is whether or not taxpayers should be funding for unnecessary un, medically unnecessary vanity surgeries and that's exactly what this is by people who are in woman face and even allowing kids to do it perfectly healthy kids performing mastectomies on kids hysterectomies on kids this is it's absolutely abusive this is witch doctor stuff and so the president denouncing states that passed laws limiting unnecessary medically unnecessary surgeries and Uh, and blocking hormone abuse for kids and that's that's what this conversation was the fact that this woman face dude was able to sit down when border agents can't even talk to joe biden i think tells you everything that you need to go everything you need to know about all of this now this he like apparently has been trying to so this guy was in theater he started in the Book of Mormon, start in. He was in the Book of Mormon. 
on Broadway, and I guess his career didn't go anywhere after that. So he decided some people just they don't care what they're they're famous for; they just want to be famous. And apparently, he's one of them. And so he started becoming famous off this. And the last, the reason that you might recognize his name is because he was one of the two dudes sitting down for Ulta, talking about what it's like to be a woman in the United States. Unreal. He's, it's woman face, it's cosplaying. And the president of the United States just showed that he endorses this misogyny. It's exactly what it is. He also, what is it, audio somebody 23, I mean, this is just so unbelievably listen to this this is my 221st day of publicly transitioning god love you wow i mean i just you know so i know everything what it i know all about what it is to be a woman now because everything and i've said this for years and i'm so glad that other people are now finally acknowledging this simply reducing i mean it is misogynistic to reduce women to clothing and makeup and attributes that have always previously defined men's preferences that is so unbelievably misogynistic and yet that is what this the woman face movement that is what it does and and here you have the president who is endorsing this you know the other story that came out over the weekend and i'm i'm surprised that this didn't come up in their little discussion that they had and it's just amazing that it didn't did you hear what ended up what ended up happening there was a let me find this it was a sports injury. It was a an athlete. It was in volleyball. And it was a trans, so a male who identified as a female who injured a, a woman, injured a female during, during the game. It was a North Carolina high school volleyball athlete suffered a severe injury after a transgender player threw an abnormally fast ball at her head, according to all of the video. The male opponent hurled the video at approximately, or hurled the volleyball, sorry, this was all in video, at approximately 70 miles per hour, according to media. One bystander claimed that it was abnormally fast. The female teammate at Hiawassee Dam High School experienced trauma to the head and neck. She is recovering still from long-term concussion symptoms, including problems with her vision. She has not yet been approved to compete again. So the male player spikes the ball and slams it into the female player's face. So that's crazy. You're having athletic activity ruined by men who are by males who are trying to play as females. And she may have permanent damage. Nobody knows. It's just weird how that wasn't discussed. That came out over the weekend. I mean... I, there is nothing, here's the thing, you can sit here and talk about hormones and you can talk about cutting off your weighing and everything else, that's not going to undo, that's not going to erase the physical advantage that males have over females, doesn't, you can do whatever you want to do, it's not going to, it's not going to change that fact, we believe in science. Remember how the left used to mock the religious right for saying that they don't believe in science? Well, who is it now? It's the religious left with their cult of whatever makes me happy appropriation. Science is a real thing. And you have women getting injured because the left wants to the left wants to just erase women. I don't know how else to put it. But there was I cannot believe this is the president of the United States that's endorsing this.
is endorsing this misogynistic appropriation of the female sex with one of the dudes who got in trouble last week all the heat from Ulta, which I don't shop at Ulta anymore. I think they're garbage anyway. I don't shop at Ulta. I stopped shopping at Ulta. I, I would not get a damn rubber band at Ulta. Mm-mm. I don't trust a company that doesn't know the difference between men and women to sell me makeup or anything else. Hmm. Now, a uh, couple of other things. <laughs> Speaking of some hypocrisy, the socialist Seattle Democrat who pushed defund the police is now raging at cops the said police that they pushed to defund for not catching the person who threw six bags of human feces onto her lawn. Democrat socialist, by the way, Democrat socialist is basically, well, it's putting sprinkles on a piece of feces. That's what it is. It's just putting a rain. It's just putting like a magical filter and some glitter on a piece of feces. That's all it is. I know, but that's that's what democratic socialism is. It's a stupid term made up by people who who realize that socialism by itself is bad enough, but they're too dumb to understand that democratic socialism doesn't do anything. So this uh, Kashama Sawant, she's livid at the police that she pushed to defund because they didn't address reports of feces that was tossed into her yard. Hmm. They she said that they didn't investigate her, her threatening emails and the bags of human feces The last one, apparently, was on October 13th. She has been an outspoken uh, supporter of, very heavy supporter of defunding the police. She insisted on a 50% cut from their police department budget. Now, in other news, it's incredibly, uh, incredibly coincidental that the police there, they had the budget, the budget that they had for investigating threatening emails to city council members and bags of feces thrown under their yard. That's the budget that was cut. Isn't that a shame? Wow, who knew that that, I mean, you know, who could have foreseen that in the future? That is just, unfortunately, that 50% police department budget cut just happened to affect the Department of Investigating Human Feces and Threatening Emails for City Council members. That is, that's a bummer. That's such a bummer, Seattle. And... She was so mad. She wrote, as a socialist city council member, which, by the way, thank you. By, for, thank you so much for letting your freak flag fly by saying the socialist city. Ca-. Anyone who willingly acknowledges themselves and publicly outs themselves as a socialist, knowing the sheer clownery failure of socialism throughout the, the world in human history. That takes a special kind of stupid to still willingly identify yourself as that. Right. So the, she wrote, as a socialist city council member who has participated in Black Lives Matter protests, I am being told that my case of sex threatening incidents involving human excrement doesn't merit even a serious investigation, let alone protection. I remember her. She was super annoying, loud and shrill about all this. She was there's so many. There's a lot of video of this woman screeching about defunding the police. So now she's mad. She's mad that no one. No one investigated it. You didn't want it investigated. You said it was racist. So is it racist or not? You wanted it defunded. I'm not for everybody else, not specifically for me. Can't have it that way. Can't have it that way. Now, here's where it gets even more entertaining. Oh, yes, it does. So apparently a friend was able to snap photos of one suspect who threw something on October 13th. And they insist it was an Asian man. 
Sounds a racist. Sounds really racist, you Democrat socialist. Democrats, I mean, golly, not since they were putting them in camps and during World War II if they liked Asian Americans. Gosh, it's really sad. They still don't. They still haven't changed. So they, they and of course, it's also apparently right wing media's fault. Right wing media told you that there were going to be serious repercussions if you insisted on defunding. You insisted on defunding. Now you're shocked that the serious repercussions mean that no one's looking at the feces thrown on your yard. I mean, there were businesses that have been ransacked and burned to the ground. But sure, let's stop everything and refocus all the rest of the budget on this woman's fecal matter in the yard. No, that's just, your chickens came home to roost. Isn't that a phrase that they love to say? They love that phrase, right? Mm-mm-mm. So this uh, coming up, a couple of things to get into. There was a really interesting piece on how Braddock, the mayor the, or the town that John Futterman was mayor of, it is in total ruins total ruins they i've heard of this before democrats in pennsylvania are not happy haven't been happy with john fetterman because they said that he was he was horrible for the town of braddock uh also president biden claimed that he passed a student loan bailout by a vote or two even though it's never literally was never voted on wow Hunter's the smartest person he knows, too. You got that. Oh, and a, a, another case of violence, apparently, against a, a conservative, this time Republic, a Republican canvasser who was wearing a Marco Rubio T-shirt and a DeSantis cap was brutally attacked in Florida by a gang of four who reportedly said Republicans aren't allowed in this neighborhood. Oh, my gosh. So we're going to get into this. Plus, this crazy story coming up. I got to share this with you. What would you do? This is in Maryland, Democrat state, right? A couple in Maryland signed a contract. You know how you purchased the house? They signed a contract with U.S. Bank to buy a five-bedroom home in Clinton, Maryland. This was Thursday of last week. The wife drove by the house. She's going to take some pictures. She's very excited. And she saw people moving in the house. So she tries to confront them. The new tenants claimed that they had signed a lease for the property, and they refused to leave. So they got loud music. Neighbors are saying that the whole place smells like pot. You know it's getting trashed. And they put up all these signs that say private property. This woman and her family signed a, they bought it. Isn't it the bank's responsibility to clear this? Yeah. So we got, we're going to talk about this because I've, man, the comments on this article about how people would handle it. Suddenly, everyone loves the Second Amendment. It was amazing. So we're going to talk about that coming up as well. Folks, stop overpaying and let Recoil Gunworks be your go-to for ammo. This is a great Indiana-based company, and it was actually created in a small basement in 2013. Small Midwest town in their basement, and uh, family-owned, they think like us, and they're really known for over at Recoil Gunworks. They're web-based firearms, ammo, and accessories retailer. They're really known for their police trade-in guns in great shape. They pick them, including the firearms, the lights, the sights, the scopes, tasers, and more. You can buy now, pay later, no interest. And at Recoil Gunworks, they have very, very competitive pricing. Super easy to use website as well. Just visit recoilgunworks.com slash Dana. You can search for whatever you need by caliber, weight, application. You can look for brands like Winchester, Federal. Uh, vast majority of the country, by the way, has no restrictions 
on receiving ammo and they will note you know they have it all up there very helpfully on their website ammo shipped to your door where legal and they explain that including illinois new jersey and connecticut you need to see the frequently asked questions on that and check the product restrictions page for further state law requirements and restrictions visit recoilgunworks.com slash dana today to get you a full list of products and use code dana to get free shipping on your next order whether you need it in the woods or on the range recoil gunworks gets it there fast and once you make your first order it won't be the last use code dana right now to get free shipping at recoilgunworks.com slash dana of all your favorite talk hosts one of these is not like the others the dana show so marco rubio welcome back to the program senator marco rubio confirmed that it was one of his canvassers wearing his t-shirt and a desantis hat who was brutally attacked by four people who targeted him specifically over his politics, saying that Republicans were not allowed in their neighborhood. He suffered internal bleeding, a broken jaw, and will have to and will require facial reconstructive surgery. Because Democrats are violent. Another story of violent Democrats beating people. If it's not red hats, now it's just I told you red hat was only that's just one part of it. It's just, just crazy. Absolutely crazy. Now, here's the story that I was telling you about as well, coming out of Maryland. Maryland. Democrat state. A couple purchased a home for almost $380,000. They signed the contract with U.S. Bank. And they were, the wife drove by the property just to take some pictures. She was very excited. She bought a house. She saw U-Haul in the driveway and people moving in. When she asked them what was going on, uh, according to the estate, the real estate agent, she said that the new tenant showed her what they claimed was a lease for the property and refused to leave. Although the bank said, or the police said that the, it was not a real lease. Apparently it was fraudulent. So they're squatters, basically. It's Prince George's County, uh, their police department. They said that the lease was not accurate and it was not correct. And the, one of the officers went to the home last Thursday and they said, oh, it looks like a civil matter for the sheriff's office. A reporter with WUSA tried speaking with the men living in the house. And they said it was a guy inside named Quinn who they identified as an uncle but did not know his last name. Uh, the reporter and, na- and the neighbors say that marijuana, the house smells like marijuana. There's also a woman and a baby who live inside. And they, the family does not know what to do. So, I mean, I'm, this is just amazing. They said in order to evict squatters in Maryland, people have to fill out a complaint in their district court. This is ridiculous. There's a, I mean, that's why you need castle doctrine. There's a way to evict squatters in the state of Texas. They said either party can re- request a jury trial. That's nonsense. They need to be throwing these people out, dragging them out by their necks. That's what needs to be happening. Dragging them out of the house so that the family can move inside. This is crazy. Crazy that it happens. And what did you say too, Kane? That this is, I mean. Th- oh, yeah. When you enter into a purchase for a home, this yeah. is why the contract is like 28 pages long, is because exactly. you can't have any liens on the property and you can't have any contracts tied to the property before you transfer over uh, a free and clear title. Exactly. That is exactly it. It's just wild. Just wild. Man, I tell you. Our second hour on the way, we're going to have more on this Rubio supporter attack or canvasser attack for being a Republican. And. The latest midterm update. And Republicans found their footing on abortion. They won that battle. Stick with us. 
Never run out of coffee by joining the club with Black Rifle Coffee Company. Black Rifle Coffee Company was built upon the mission to serve coffee and culture to people who love America. As a veteran-owned company, Black Rifle Coffee Company delivers on that promise by developing explosive roast profiles with the same mission focus learned as members of the military, and they're committed to supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders. When you join the coffee club, you select your perfect roast, how much coffee you want, and how often you want it delivered, and it's all shipped right to your door for free. Not only do you save a trip to the store, but you also receive special discounted pricing. You gain access to exclusive products and partner brand discounts. Not sure what roast is best for you? Take the Black Rifle Coffee Quiz and get matched to the perfect coffee roast and then join the club. Visit BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Dana to save 20% off your purchase in your first coffee club order. That's 20% off with promo code Dana at BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Dana. Fuel your life with America's coffee. Black Rifle Coffee. What we've provided for is if you went to school, if you qualify for a Pell Grant, you qualify for 2000 I mean, excuse me, uh, you, you qualify for $20,000 in debt forgiveness. Secondly, if you don't have one of those loans, you just get 10000 written off. It's passed. I got it passed by a vote or two, and it's in effect. And already, a total of, I think it's now, 13 million people have applied. He, there wasn't, it, nothing got passed by a vote or two. Does he not? That's crazy. He, he should know this because he was, he, he gave a speech about how this was his executive power working to do this. Welcome to the program. Golly. Dana Lash here with you, your lovable curmudgeon, getting you, getting you started here at the top of our second hour. Uh, we've got midterm stuff coming up at the bottom of the hour, all kinds. But uh, the president saying, "Oh, you know, I signed a law. It passed by a vote or two. It didn't it? Didn't wasn't voted on. It didn't didn't pass at all. Didn't pass at all. Uh, it, there was no vote. There was no. There's not going to be any kind of voting. Just insanity, insanity. So uh, as we were saying, welcome back to the program. And when people are actually polled, by the way, on that we've talked about this before." Uh, it, when people are told exactly how much of their tax dollars are going to support this redistribution of debt, they're not happy about it. Not at all. He hasn't really talked that much about it because it, it people it actually started not being very widely supported. He didn't. He hasn't been talking a lot about it. Uh, coming up this week, Merrick Garland is. I'm going to bring this up. Hmm. It's very interesting considering what we had, the headline that we just ended the previous hour with. Merrick Garland says he's holding a news conference on significant national security issues. He said he's going to address the malign influence schemes and alleged criminal activity by nation state actor in the United States. I wonder if he's going to announce any kind of investigations into violence against conservatives or Republicans like the Marco Marco Rubio canvasser who was wearing a Rubio t-shirt and a DeSantis hat, uh, and he was attacked by four individuals saying that Republicans aren't welcome in their neighborhood, and he has internal bleeding, a broken jaw, and is going to need facial reconstructive surgery. I'm just wondering if, are we going to see any move from uh, Merrick Garland from the DOJ on this hate crime? Because it looks like a Hispanic male, too, so I'm just wondering, is there going to be any kind of anything on this? No, no, Kane, you don't think so? None? None? I mean, it's very important. I think they'll consider this D-different. Oh, D-different. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. D-different. 
I'm telling you, uh, the firebombing of crisis pregnancy centers, I wonder if that's going to be something that he looks at. Just curious. And when he talks about violence and extremism and all of this stuff, you know, doesn't, um, it's the, it's the two tier justice system. The announcement, this announcement of this, it's laying the groundwork, I, I think, because we're just, we're weeks away from early voting started in Texas already. Early voting already started in Texas. Today, Today was the first day. I need to go and cast my, I'm probably going to early vote. I need to go and I'm going to go and vote. I'm going to go and vote and I'm going to, I'm always a brat about it when I go vote. I'm always like very, because you have the same progressive protesters, including the creepy old dude who always obsesses over me and other conservative women in this town. How he's a lawyer who hasn't been bounced by the bars just beyond, but whatever. Uh, but it's always the same people who hate you that stand outside. I make sure that they can see me going in. I'm like, I'm going to go cancel your votes now. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so much fun. But this is this is before they're doing this on purpose. He's making this announcement on purpose this close before the election. They want you to be so terrified of Republican voters. It's not Republican. Republican voters aren't beating the a double snakes of the canvassers who are wearing Biden shirts. They're going after their Democrats beating up Republicans in the street. That's what this is. They say Justice Department officials generally avoid taking law enforcement action that could affect voting within 60 days of an election. Well, voting midterms are two weeks away. Doesn't matter. Doesn't uh, doesn't matter, you know, for 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 this. This is them wanting to lay the groundwork. They're wanting to lay the groundwork. Now, here's the other thing you keep seeing over and over again. They that people have said, oh, it's like Jim Crow, Jim Crow, Jim Crow. And Georgia, Georgia has a crazy voter turnout right now. So here's how now in all the places that you're seeing voters go out hardcore. They're trying to spin it like this. Here's Time Magazine. Americans are casting midterm ballots at record rates, which means the results might take longer. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. What does that say to you? Mm-hmm. BS. Mm-hmm. Total BS. Total BS. So this uh, press conference, it's actually going to be today uh, in, what, 15 minutes? Merrick Garland, uh, FBI Director Ray, NATSEC Deputy, they're going to have a press conference discussing... Alleged criminal activity. Hmm. Alleged. Alleged. Um, what are they talking about? What national security threat? What national security threat? It's a significant national security case. NBC. I was looking at NBC to get more insight. Still not really getting a lot from them. It's malign influence schemes and alleged criminal activity by nation state actor uh, in the United States. So he's going to be joined by his deputies. He, they haven't provided any other information. Nothing on what alleged criminal activity it may be. Nothing on any of that. This is, this is all it is. This is just what you know. Hmm. Who do you think they're going to mention? I'm just wondering. I'm curious. I think it'll be about Trump. You think so? Oh, yeah. And then I, well, I mean, obviously I'm not 100% sure because I don't really know. But my guess is it'll be about Trump and they'll go full court press on this whole thing until November. Hmm. It's just like the J6 stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, and they kept uh, trying to push with the J6 stuff, too. I saw that as well. Uh, yeah, I, this is this close to an election. This is all just them being clowns just to try to affect the outcome of the uh, you can't you can. I am convinced. I am convinced 
it's it's unprecedented for it to happen this close to uh, an election. Uh, number one, number two. What what is he talking about? What what nation state whatever? You have crisis pregnancy centers that are being firebombed and Republicans being beaten in the streets. But a guy who scaled a wall outside of the Capitol got four years in prison. And some people have been charged with felonies for unlawful parading. But you've had a number of Antifa people go free and the VP even promoted their bail fund. So what gives? I know. Because it's D, different. Mm-hmm. Different. Uh Speaking of polarization, why do you think, I mean, duh, this contributes to NBC News poll, NBC News poll finds sky high interest in polarization ahead of midterms. I think the media wants to increase this. Yes, it exists and it exists because of media and the way media has handled it. And they want, they said that 80% of Democrats and Republicans believe political opposition poses a threat that will destroy America as we know it. Well, that's what Biden's told them. And when, when you have the president of the United States referring to half of the country as 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 such, calling them a threat. Yeah, that kind of adds that kind of contributes to the polarization, doesn't doesn't it? I mean, good grief. They said two thirds of reliable Democrat and Republican voters. They they think that that they're, they're measuring polarization. Democracy's in jeopardy. Oh, my gosh. But that's what Biden says. If we don't, every time we don't win, democracy is in jeopardy. Democracy is only not in jeopardy when we rule forever. It's, that's not a democratic process in this republic, but, you know, you guys know that. They know that. But Biden ran on bringing the country together. Biden ran on unity. President McUnity. Here we are two years in, and it's more Feel the unity, Kane. Yeah, than ever. So You're going to feel the unity upside your head, and you're going to love it. This unity hurts. <laughs> right. Unity. Yay. Because of all the unity, remember Marco Rubio's canvasser? He was beaten up and, and suffered internal bleeding and a broken jaw, and he's going to need facial reconstructive surgery. Unity. For all that unity. Oh, my gosh. Feel the unity. Crazy. So uh, the Republican Party has opened up an edge on the economy and crime ahead of midterms, according to a new poll. 538 now officially classifies the uh, Senate as toss-up. Duh. There are a number of races that are close. Oz is pulling away from Fetterman. By the way, Fetterman is, he's still, did you see, wait, where's this at? Let me pull this up. I got the soundbite. I want y'all to hear. Because I saw this over the weekend. He uh, was meeting with Biden. And he was standing out there on the tarmac and all the media were yelling at him. And... The his wife at Giselle had said, no, 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 he's not taking questions. He's just going to he's um, uh, we're here just here to celebrate. And because they had a bridge opening or something, I don't know. And then when they met Biden, listen to this audio somebody 21. Listen, because people were saying, why does Giselle Fetterman think that she can? She's not the one running. Well, I don't know. Apparently she thinks she does. And so does Biden. And I really do appreciate it. And Giselle, you're going to you're going to be a great uh a great lady in the Senate. Oh. So apparently he thinks that she was running too. No, sweetheart, you don't get to tell people that they can't question the Senate candidate. You don't get to do that. You're, you're there. You're just there because you're his wife. You can move over now. People are asking a question of the person who's running as a candidate. You're not running. 
this we're not doing this stuff that's just crazy he he just looked and he looked ridiculous he finally wore a suit but he looked ridiculous his his sound bites are horrible he's shielded by the press and when the press finally as in the case of dasha burns finally asks him questions that he can't hide from he performs horribly because he's a horrible candidate then it's the media's fault insane so this and i have more by the way because we're going to talk more about that polarization where we were i just saw this sound bite can you th- this is the thing audio sound by 22 i had shared with you i shared with you this nbc news poll measuring anger and polarization again where do you think it comes from listen folks we know what the republican congress will do if they regain power they're telling us they're being straight up about it they're going to repeal lower prescription drug prices i just signed into law and raise drug prices they're going to cut social security and medicare They'll pass massive tax cuts for the wealthy, make them permanent, but they're not now the individual tax cuts. They'll threaten the very foundations of the American economy if we don't meet their demands. And they talk about inflation. Everything they propose or are proposing will make inflation worse. Everything they're proposing will make inflation Does he even know what they're proposing? He doesn't. I mean, it's a threat. Unless they're proposing massive more spending, it's not going to. The only thing that stops inflation, inflation. the you know what stops inflation? It's spending all your money. More inflation. More inflation stops inflation. Like screwing contributes to chastity. Chastity. Same thing. Energy philosopher and author Alex Epstein joins me to discuss why America's leaders must adopt an energy freedom policy to ensure we have the fuel we need to grow our families and communities. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, I'll also break down a whistleblower report that claims the FBI has voluminous evidence of Hunter Biden's crooked actions in Ukraine and China. Follow the Sarah Carter Show at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. So I wasn't alive when this happened, and I don't think anyone on this show really was either. Kane may may have been like one, but you remember this story of Marlon Brando having what's her face, Sachin Littlefeather, go up and accept his Oscar because he was making a stand about the way Native Americans were treated or something like that. Well, as it turns out, now that she's kicked the bucket, her sisters came out and they were like, "She's not Native American at all. She so wasn't. She lied to you people." And she appropriated it. She didn't even start calling herself native until she was in her late, you know, in, in, in the late 1960s. They said she has some Hispanic background, and that's it. She, they said she was not Native American at all, and everyone went with it. So she was like an actual Elizabeth Warren type character. She thought she could just put on the the the, the necklaces and the uh, the blossom necklace and everything else, and she thought she could pretend to be Native American, and she uh, wasn't. So she's a pretendian. Isn't that what they call? Isn't that what activists say that they're she's a pretendian like Elizabeth Warren was, is Robert or work, etc. Also, this is an interesting. So in Dallas County, I haven't seen a lot about this. Texas Scorecard has the story. Clay Jenkins, who is the judge in Dallas County, Clay Jenkins was the guy who extended the mask mandate and lockdown and everything else. And then when his daughter got married, he had a big backyard wedding. They were banning. Uh, big get-togethers and stuff, but he had a big backyard wedding for his daughter, maskless, all this stuff. Well, now, an arrest report or a police report has surfaced 
leading to allegations that in 1983, Clay Jenkins dressed in blackface to terrorize college women. Oh, boy. Uh, He was attending Baylor University in 1983 and was arrested for criminal trespass. So he and Beta O'Rourke have that. Robert O'Rourke have that uh, comment. A report from the Waco Police Department says Jenkins and two other men broke into an apartment in an attempt to, in an attempt to scare the female college students who lived there. They said all three men were dressed in dark colored clothing like camouflage and they all had dark oil or paint or dark makeup on their faces to make them look like they were they, like they were black instead of white, according to witness claims. Whoa. And that's kind of so he also was arrested for reckless driving and he would I mean all kinds of stuff. Uh, but I do think so. What is up with Democrats being in blackface? Why? Can you stop it? Stop, Democrats. Stop wearing blackface. Stop it. Stop defending it. Stop doing it. Just quit it. Good heavens. So that was Clay Jenkins. Maybe that's why he didn't want to wear the mask when he had his daughter's wedding because he didn't want to mess up his face paint. Anyway, uh, and Salman Rushdie. So info's coming in about the injuries he got in the brutal attack. Apparently he lost sight in one eye and use of his hand. Coming up, a quick interview with Anna Paulina Luna. She is, well, she's in trouble. We need to talk with her about her race. Stick with us. Your one-stop shop for the information you need to fight back. If you're going to have to learn stuff, you might as well enjoy it. The Dana Show. It's mega, mega trickle-down. Mega, mega trickle down. The kind of policies that have failed the country before and will fail it again. I don't even know what that means. Failed before. What, what does he mean failed before? Welcome back to the program. Your lovable curmudgeon here with you, Dana Lash. That's the president. I told you I was going to abuse the soundbite. It happened after. It happened when over, oh, I was off air. So now I got to get, I got to get my digs in. What is mega, mega trickle down? I don't. The me- it was extreme mega. Is it more of a trickle down than it- is it like a deluge compared Sounds like to something I want? Mega? I want more mega mega trickle down. I mean, if it's something, I mean, mega just makes it sound better. It sounds good. Nothing bad is ever mega, right? right? Nothing. I'm trying to think. Is there any villain in like Voltron or I mean, or or Transformers? Mega megaton bomb. Maybe that's the only thing I can think yeah, of. Yeah, that but that's like a lot of bomb. Mega. I like it. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I, they're trying to fear monger. It's all about scaring you into thinking that Republicans are going to take all your social securities. They're going to steal everything y'all got. And every, I mean, when you look at the polling, you have women who are swinging towards a major shift. And this was a New York Times Siena College poll. Major shift towards Republicans, uh, Hispanic voters, Black voters, all the voters, apparently, it's going to, I mean, people keep saying it's a red wave. However, that does not mean that you are, you should feel comfortable and you should kind of sit back and not pay attention to other races that maybe aren't, you know, everybody talks about Marco Rubio or they talk about what's happening in Pennsylvania and that Senate race. And I think a lot of people sort of think that, oh, the House is kind of wrapped up. We don't need to worry so much about it. It's the Senate we have to focus on. (laughs) Hold up, because the house is the power of the purse. That is our purse, the people's purse. And I want as many people that I like controlling that, which is why we have to pay attention to every single race. Now, one of those that I started looking at, actually, I had a friend say, have you, you need to look at Florida's 13th. And I'd been following it, but I also, I'm like, Florida, 13th Congressional District, seems safe. It's Anna Paulina Luna. I mean, she would, you know, she's, she's safe candidate, strong conservative. She understands math. 
you know, veteran. And it's getting competitive, which it shouldn't even be. What in the world? Ana Paulina Luna joins us now, and she is there in Florida's 13th Congressional District. She is the Republican nominee. She's also a veteran, proud military wife, and we appreciate her. It is good to see you, my friend. What is happening in your district? I need you to help control the power of the people's purse. How can that happen? So basically what happened was, for the most part, Democrats had, um, on the surface level, pulled funding from the state of Florida, but they started uh, playing through these back-end super PACs. So a billionaire out of Michigan that's tied to Perkin Cooey, which is obviously the law firm that cooked up the steel dossier. Yes. Uh, obviously, yeah, and uh, tied to the Obamas. And, of course, George Soros actually dumped $7 million into my race against me in attack ad. So it is actually one of the most expensive races for open seats here in the state of Florida. And apparently I ticked off someone in the DNC because they have labeled me MAGA Supreme Extreme, and they are trying to essentially buy Pinellas County. That is in seven million dollars and ad buys are important because those i mean some i mean it does shift perspective it does shift perspectives in this and for those who think that oh well it's florida it's could it couldn't be no there's some there's some districts that it can be competitive especially when you have perkins cooey people which as you heard on a say that is that's the firm that was hired by that's hillary clinton's firm that was the middleman between them and fusion gps which was an unregistered foreign agent and they were shopping all of that disinformation and using it as probable cause to spy on private citizens who were simply working with the trump campaign it's insane uh so this the 13th congressional district in florida because i was looking at you know voting etc uh and and that's one of the areas where it can be competitive in florida and as you were saying in pinellas county you're strong conservative and i i mean you're 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 female you understand math you are strong conservative you have solutions what has been i mean because i can't imagine people would be looking at a democrat opponent in that race and thinking yeah we love the pronoun fight that's going to help us pay our bills that's going to bring down inflation yeah biden needs to go and talk to that one dude more instead of visiting the border or dealing with anything else then i saw also in addition to this i'm have you respond to it i saw a survey of hispanic voters in florida by and large the overwhelming majority and it was like plus 60 percent they totally agreed with with ron DeSantis on the the Hamptons flights, the Martha's Vineyard flights, and apparently people, they've been incredibly angry and have been dealing with this for way longer than the press has ever discussed because Biden's been sending flights to Florida for a heck of a lot longer than DeSantis ever considered sending anything to Martha's Vineyard. I kind of wanted to get your take on that because I just I just don't think that voters in, can be tricked or can they? I mean, what we're seeing right now is this is kind of a different strategy than I've seen them. And by them, I mean the establishment DNC really used in the past. They actually did a total media blackout on my race. So they actually stopped reporting everything to include endorsements coming in from the attorney general's office, Ashley Moody. I got endorsed by the PBA, no reporting on it. And then they started floating a lot of these disinformation articles. So to put it in perspective, you know, sometimes you have to laugh at this because it gets so crazy, but they tried to tie me to Pablo Escobar. Of course, Pablo Escobar died in 95. I must've been about six years old. I'm not even kidding. Yes, they tried to tie me to Pablo Escobar. And I was joking. I was like, look, I'm Mexican American, not Colombian. They got you confused with Hunter Biden. (laughs) Yes, they did. But they went with the total media blackout. And then what they tried to do is come in with a super pack and buy in all the ads in the area. So as of right now, I can tell you just based on what we were able to see in the primary, you know, I am a House Freedom Caucus candidate, meaning I am endorsed by the same group 
that is proud to have members like Lauren Boeber, like Byron Donald, like MTG in Washington, D.C. But because of that, I'm up against a lot more than I think most candidates would be up against. So what I'm telling people is please make sure to use your social media, um, share information about our race. Starting two days ago, I posted a bag of trail mix and they've censored all of our tweets to include that bag of trail mix on my Twitter account. So they are trying to suppress and really drown us out by a media blackout. And you, and we're talking with Ana Paulina Luna in Florida's 13th Congressional District. She's the Republican candidate there. And the media blackout, and for people who don't understand the media ad buys, I mean, you you have only so much airtime, whether it's on local TV or page space on websites or whatever, uh, airtime on radio. There's only so much time that's available to buy. And so what she's talking about, just to explain it for people, we have affiliates in this district and all, all across Florida they will completely buy up any available ad time and squeeze her out entirely. So she can't even compete in that format. And then when we've seen, the, I have a report in a story coming up next hour about how media has been working with, as agents of state, with tech companies to suppress any kind of, whether it's search results in media entities or on social media platforms, any kind of uh, search results or discussion of certain candidates and certain issues and things like that. So this is exactly what she's hitting at. So they know they can't beat you on issues. So they're just going to try to co- totally just squelch you out. A hundred percent. And what I decided to do is I said, you know what, if they're not going to give me the time of day, I know people will be searching me and at least going to my social media. So here's one thing that happened on the back end, of course, because it's a Democrat that did this. The media is not um, getting behind the Me Too movement or any of that. But, you know, my opponent did something completely immature, try to send out pictures of me in a swimsuit. And so I posted a picture of him dancing with drag queens, paying them. And I figured that if he's going to try to, you know, hit me and hypersexualize me and make me look like an idiot, well, let's just show the world exactly who this guy chooses to affiliate with. So what we're doing now is we are door knocking every day. Today and towards the end of the election, I will have hit collectively over 50,000 doors, meaning wow. myself with my team every single day. It's me and six other people. And we're out there and we're talking directly to voters. And I just don't think that they'll be able to buy this vote. But I need every Republican. And if you're listening to the show, if you're independent, I need you to go to the polls and vote in person on November 8th. And that is huge. Talking with Ana Paulina Luna. And you can you can go to vote APL dot com and find her website there vote apl.com because in to make up for being strangled out of the airwaves and everything else you got to do all those you got to do a lot of retail politics and mm-hmm. that is often the most unappreciated that is so unappreciated and underestimated because everyone i think everyone likes to show that they're contributing and social media people can see it and it's a good measure but if you're going and knocking on doors it's kind of harder to people love that they, that's just kind of how they are but they you they you need this. You ha- absolutely do. have to have this. But what we're seeing is because the Democrats have really painted Republicans as these extremists, like literally, I mean, starting with Joe Biden and that crazy address that he gave with the black and red background. I mean, we just saw earlier, was it yesterday or today, that one of Marco Rubio's staffers was brutally beaten. I was going to ask you, are you worried about that for yourself and your own canvassers? No. Two days ago, I was out with a veteran buddy of mine door knocking and my staffer who's 19 years old and a guy got in his face and said that if I showed up to the door, he was going to beat the shit out of me. So, yes, you are worried. But again, I tell my people, if you see someone like that, like walk away. If they're continuing to bother you, record it like we'll take down the address. But I mean, they and by they mean the Democrats have turned the political climate into an environment where conservatives are now being targeted and people are getting violent. 
And that's and, and I think it's interesting that it's happening in Florida and it shows you how competitive these races are, particularly in Florida, because d- Democrats really in order to, to, to maintain any kind of competitiveness, they have to be able to swing something out of that state. Talking with Anna Paulina Luna and you can find her at voteapl.com. So what can people what can people do to help? Because this is one of those situations. Yeah, it's Florida's 13 congressional district. We get it. It's in Florida. However, you again controlling the power of the purse who is in that seat whoever is in that district affects all of us so what can people do to help you the number one thing people can do is talk to your friends and family about this congressional race if you're in pinellas county anywhere from turpin springs to tierra verde in between you have a ability to impact really the sway of control for one of the greatest superpowers in the world not the united states so this is an open congressional seat Please bring your family members to the polls and your friends to the polls on election day. And then if you can share our information on social social media, as I stated before, they might be able to suppress me, but they can't suppress all of us together. And so if you can share that information, but just understand that we are up against people that don't play by the rules. There are no rules in politics. And these people, as you can see with the Steele dossier, as you can see with Hillary Clinton, I mean, they are involved in these congressional races. They're even involved in attorney, attorney, state attorney races. I mean, George Soros is coming in with funding. So they're not here to play. They're here to control the country. Exactly. And we have to really fight back with our vote. And I have to go back to something that she said. The, the only way that they, they can't compete with her, so they try to squelch her out on the airwaves, and then they try to shame her for being an attractive female by sending out swimsuit photos. If I cannot even believe that, especially, it shows you Democrats that never cared about Me Too because they use these tactics against people that are too competitive for them to to beat and win. So they have to do this kind of, that's skeezy. That is so skeezy. And if that if that man is married, I mean, his wife should be, I mean, what a shameful thing for his family. I mean, the fact is, and I told this to a reporter because I had a reporter that was left-leaning reach out to me from a big outlet. And they said, have you ever experienced, you know, sexism in politics? And I said, from Democrats? Yeah. You know, they, they like to accuse Republicans of what they're guilty of. The fact is, is if I was a Democrat woman running and they did that, it would be all over. But the fact is, because I'm a Republican, it's supposed to be okay. And they won't report on it just like they won't report um, really on anything else in regards to our race. So the fact is, is I don't really think it'll hurt us. I mean, I'm in a beach community. The fact is, is that a majority of people mm-hmm. are in in some capacity. But, um, you know, I, I'm just not going to play those games. I'm focusing on the economy. He can send out, you know, my selfies and, and hopefully people can see right through it. I mean, what do you say? First off, if he what, does he want you to wear a burqa? I don't I don't understand. Number one. Yeah. Uh, number two <laughs> uh, is I, I just I cannot believe that it's in 2022 and we have a Democrat male politician who is trying to body shame a Republican c- female candidate. It's 2022. That yeah. is it's absolutely insane and the party i mean i guess that's who they want to be and i guess that's you know they want to own that but you know that's that's ridiculous shame on him for doing that uh anna paulina luna uh we're glad that you're running although i know it's not easy stay safe out there because uh, you know you just described too you got a little bit of a concern for physical safety especially after what happened to the rubio canvasser i know you have one last quick thing an event coming up november 5th with governor desantis correct Yes, Governor DeSantis endorsed me two days ago. So Charlie Kirk will be out here with Turning Point Action and Governor DeSantis. And remember, remember the 5th of November. So we're going to be bringing the heat here in Florida. There you go. VoteAPL.com is the website. Ana Paulina Luna, thank you so much. And uh, we're going to be following the race. And we hope that people listen and show up and help, you know, go door to door. That's the one of the most important things that you can do. Be safe. Thanks so much. Thank you. Of course. 
And we'll continue watching that race, too. It's Florida's 13th congressional district. It's I mean, I was looking into the history, their voting history, everything. And it's actually it is it's very it is very competitive, uh, but it doesn't have to be. It makes me so mad, by the way, the whole thing with the guy sending out the swimsuit photos of her. That makes me so unbelievably enraged. You know what? Here's the thing with the left. If they're not trying to appropriate who women are, then they're trying to shame women for being women. Uh, I mean, and she's she's married. Her husband appreciates the way she looks. Her husband likes her swimsuit photos. Who is this guy to sit here? What you're, you're going to sit here and tell me that the guy who who backs abortion on demand, taxpayer funded all the way up until the baby, the baby's head crowns suddenly is going to get all neo Puritan because his opponent looks good in a swimsuit. Pick a lane, dude. Pick a lane. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. It's time for Florida Man. Everybody and their brother sent me this story. I'm not kidding you. I had like 30-something emails about this guy. And they're all from Florida listeners. So let's, let's re- okay, we're getting to it. We're getting to it. So do you remember the Florida man who had the Florida tattoo on his forehead, like literally the state on his forehead between his eyes? Well, 24-year-old Matthew Lethem got arrested again. That's the, fir- the first time he was Florida man, we talked all about his tattoo. Now he got arrested again because he was fighting with a friend in the town of Hudson, north of Clearwater. According to the arrest affidavit, Lethem pulled out a razor blade and cut him while they were fighting. Yeah, that's a, it was like, a str- like really? Like, that's actually kind of hard to do, I think, while you're in the middle of a brawl. Anyway, uh, they said they showed the victim holding a t-shirt to his neck to stop a wound from bleeding. During questioning, Lethem admitted that he cut the victim with the razor, but said he'd acted in self-defense. So he was arrested last year for calling 911 because he needed a ride home and he was drunk. He's back in prison, got that Florida State tattoo on his forehead. We have more to come, third hour next. Stick with us. And the Republican response, sue the federal government and block, block that relief. No, that, that's what they've done. I mean, think about this. That's mega, mega, trickle-down politics in the extreme. I'll never apologize for helping work in the middle-class folks. What? I'll never apologize. Not gonna apologize. <laughs> mega, mega, extreme. Dun, dun. The bar's just been raised. Welcome back to the program. Dana Lash here with you, your lovable curmudgeon, starting your third hour here on Monday. Leader of the free world, everybody. <laughs> mega, mega, extreme. So we had extreme MAGA, and then we had mega MAGA, and now it's mega MAGA extreme. Oh, wow. There you go. Look at that. Mega MAGA extreme. He's, uh, I, they really think that's going to work, don't they? Don't they? He really, he really thinks that that's going to work. We were trying to, um. Nothing, nothing bad except Megatron. But even then, really? Because it's a lot of Tron. Mega always denotes something good. And extreme means it's probably going to be really good. Just saying. Mega, mega, extreme. I, um, I'm not going to stop with this. That's the, what is that? What does he mean, mega, mega, extreme, trickle-down politics? What in the hell is trickle-down politics? It's when the politics trickles down. 
Okay. I feel like this is that scene from, uh, it's SCH, Schitt's Creek, the show, when you have David and Moira Rose talking about folding in the cheese. And it was her mother's enchiladas recipe. And she was like, well, David, now that you have to fold in the cheese. And he's like, what does that mean, fold in the cheese? And she's like, I don't just fold in the cheese. He's like, this is your mother's recipe. What does that mean? If you say fold in the cheese one more time, what is, what is trickle down politics? What does that mean? What does my that best, mean? My best guess is that they think they got traction with trickle down economics as though that's a now a negative in people's minds. So now they use that negative with the MAGA negative, and they've added mega to it and extreme. So you know now what? they think they're doing... I got an idea, just and it's just because someone had suggested this, one of our listeners. If he really wanted to tie... Because, you know, they're hemorrhaging Hispanics, Hispanic supporters. I'm really surprised he didn't go with the, with the mucho mega MAGA. <laughs> While playing Despacito, I know, right? Just a, it's a mucho. He probably would. I would love to hear him try to pronounce it after the. What did she? I can't even say it incorrectly. How did she say it incorrectly? Cise Poadway. No, no, not the Cise Poadway. Oh, Bogada. Oh, yeah. Isn't that how she said it? Bogada. Yeah. Bogada. I yeah. have to actually stop and think. Bogada. <laughs> it's like watching uh, Team America. Matt Damon. It's I can't deal. All right, so the uh, mega MAGA extreme. Adrian goes, why does Joe Biden talk about the GOP like a new Doritos flavor? Mmm, Doritos. <laughs> it's mega MAGA extreme. I need one more adjective on it. We're going to need another adjective. Cool Ranch? No, no, no. Like, do you think I, if he tags one more adjective onto it, then that's the slogan forever. Mega, mega, extreme, whatever it is. I'm, I am surprised he didn't say mucho. Yeah, cool ranch extreme. Gosh, please, someone do that. He's like, um, I, I, he'll, I, I, he just, he, he landed that the first time and now he's going to constantly do it because he thinks it's clever. I just, uh, so now someone showed me the never ending levels of MAGA. Justine did. So you have MAGA, you have dark MAGA, ultra MAGA, the great MAGA king, MAGA gang, nuclear MAGA, MAGA forces and mega MAGA. So there's like all different kinds of things out there, different levels. My gosh. So they really want you to be terrified of whatever that is. I'm still trying to understand, and you were saying the mega MAGA extreme, the trickle down politics, how it was, I guess they're trying to copy the trickle down economics i which i thought they hated i don't know uh but i still don't understand what that means it is mm. now i saw this from a, a publication that was reporting on how the saudi crown prince reportedly mocked biden in private making fun of his gaffes and questioning his mental acuity wall street journal oh but is it just him, though? Because I think every leader is doing this at this point. Really? Is it just the Saudis? Because I feel like everybody's doing it. It's mega, mega, extreme, trickle-down politics. Jiminy Christmas. <sighs> well, there's their messaging. 
What are you going to vote for? The trickle-down politics of the mega-mega extreme? Or taxpayer-funded uh, eunuch surgery? I don't know. What do you call it? What is the... It's not... I'm not doing the gender reassignment. You can't reassign a vagina, okay? We're not doing that. No, you got the wrong... This is not Mr. Potato Head. Man, I could really go a long way with that comparison, but we're going to stop there. I think I, I think it maybe made Kane nervous. Now... Did it, though? A little. A little bit. So the uh, messaging on this, they're having problems. Their Democrats are struggling. First off, I saw this piece, real clear politics. Republicans won the abortion fight over this, particularly on language. And this is what's important. Democrats, as I said, got themselves in a very difficult position where they're not going to be able to argue this without admitting where that they don't believe in any kind of limitation. So... They, they already, they screwed up. They went too far on it and they screwed themselves up. Uh, they've also hurt themselves on everything from lockdown to the economy. If you look at the presidential job approval, actually, you know what? I haven't done that since Friday. So let's, let's do, let's do. Let's look at the uh, Biden job approval. Ooh, ooh. RCP average, ladies and gentlemen, is 54. Disapproval. Oh, That's some mega, mega ridiculousness, isn't it? <sighs> we're just going to use that with everything now. And then, yeah, we're going to use that with everything now. Mega, mega everything. So this plus stuff like this. Daily Wire has a story about how the State Department, I reported last week that they are spending $20,000 taxpayer dollars on funding drag shows in Ecuador. So they've now, they've doubled down on it. Mm-hmm. Three workshops and a two-minute documentary and 12 drag theater performances. It's supposed to go till August 31st of 2023. They said that it's all about diversity, inclusion, and representation to equity and accessibility. That is one of the stupidest statements I've ever heard. So let me go back to it. They literally said that they wanted to, the, the State Department spokesperson said in an official statement that the grant, the grant funds programs in Ecuador to incorporate and conceptualize, quote, Diversity, inclusion, and representation to equity and accessibility. Wow, the sentence structure. It is mega, mega stupid. They want representation to equity. Let's just stop that. The hell does that mean? I want representation to something that is describing an amount. <laughs> what? To, I want representation to accessibility. That doesn't even make sense. What? They just say words. Marbles, soap, keychains, counters. Makes sense, right? Just going to say random words. That's all they do anymore. They just put random words out. Did Kamala write this? Kamala Harris, did she write this? So they said that they, that's what the grant is about. Diversity, inclusion, and representation to equity and accessibility. That's what our tax dollars. Aren't you glad that you work so hard? I mean, granted, wage growth isn't go going, you know, it's not keeping up at all with the pace of inflation. You're spending thousands of dollars extra a year because of inflation. We, nobody can afford anything anymore. People aren't going to be going on vacation. Cars are expensive. Gas is expensive. Diesel is going to be even more expensive now because uh, we only have 20 some odd days left of it. Uh, everything is just going to hell in a handbasket. But we're so glad that we can fund the, quote, diversity, inclusion and representation to equity and accessibility of drag shows in Ecuador. Hashtag mega, mega priorities, Biden. Good grief. 
that so the Ecuadorians can express themselves freely and safety. That's the whole thing. That's literally they they continued the program's goals to promote tolerance and the I don't ha- no no no. You know how you don't promote tolerance by taking my money to do it. Ecuadorians can promote their own damn tolerance. Ecuadorians can express themselves freely and safely on their own damn dime. My money is not required for this. Is your money required for this? If you want to fund this in your country, then you fund it yourself in your own country. The end. I don't, people are broke. How are you going to sit here and tell someone, I'm sorry you're going to have less money to pay your bills, but there's a drag queen in Ecuador that really needs to be able to perform, and they need this money more than you to express themselves, to have representation to equity. And you wonder why people, you wonder why so many people are leaving the Democrat Party. Good grief. Now, I mentioned that I had this story before. There was, uh, it was Uncovered DC. They had a court order outlining government uh, and big tech collusion, which we've kind of known about. But there was an expedited uh, discovery and the results apparently in this ongoing case. And it had to do, uh, it involves... uh, Really, every, everything with, with lockdown and everything with the uh, injections, et cetera, et cetera. But they said that uh, it was the State Department, uh, the CDC, other government organizations that had been working on, quote unquote, critical infrastructure, because that's apparently how you, American thoughts are, are titled or thought of as critical infrastructure. And people uh, posting on social media that is considered uh i mean apparently even the census bureau was involved and all that there's like a bunch of stuff here there's a big i mean i haven't read through the whole entire document yet but i will link this in your email that you get uh, when you subscribe to my newsletter chapter and verse over at substack but it is it's kind of it's more details on what we knew about the government working with tech and tech acting as agents of states to help control conversations about lockdowns and um, injections and vaccines, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And apparently a lot of this stuff came down, came out in discovery in this ongoing on the ongoing fight with us. And it's um, it's I mean, it's some interesting stuff, very interesting stuff. And it's an, this is what I really hope, because Elon Musk said when he takes over Twitter, he's going to fire like 75% of people. You don't even, I don't even think you need the number of, where is that bad? I, that's not bad at all. I, don't think, I think all of those people are involved. Those are probably the people that are making sure that I have 100 followers deleted approximately every single day and go back to suppressing people. And they took like, what, another 20,000 just in the past two weeks. It's crazy stuff. It's those people. There's too many of those people there. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5, brought to you by Caltech. Mm-mm-mm. So an Australian bank has begun linking customers' carbon footprint to their purchases, which is super ridiculously annoying. Uh, this is, I mean, this is honestly, this is what they're going to be doing to everybody, not just in Australia. So it's like the carbon allowance limits. A major bank in Australia, they have this new feature. So if a customer purchases something, it links them to their BS carbon footprint and warns them that they're going over the average. So you're going over your average. So they try to make customers feel guilty about it, like eight trees being cut. But Kane, this is why you and I, we need to start that business we were talking about, like the carbon, what, like the indulgences for the carbon whatevers. Yeah, like the carbon credits. 
See, no, no, that's okay because I, I went ahead and I gave money to these people who said they're planting trees, so it's so totally okay. Oh, that makes it better. That makes it better. Yeah. Uh, also, new sneakers for horses, twelve hundred dollars per hoof from Nike of all places. Mare Jordan. I no, they said a company the Nike's trying to bring street style to the equestrian world. Custom high-end sneakers for the special stud in your life, reports New York Post. Uh, it's it could literally be five thousand dollars. It's a Kentucky company called Horse Kicks, the world's first online custom sneaker retailer exclusively for horses. I mean, we're in an inflation. This company's gonna go up. There's no way. They even have little Yeezys. So it's uh, it's they they create. I wonder if they have to pay licensing for this because they said it wasn't live yet. Well, if they don't, they're gonna get sh- they're probably already shut down because they're they, you, these companies are ruthless and they have to be in order to protect their IP. Climate activists glued themselves to Ferraris at a Paris auto show. That's just so dumb. Uh, they didn't they throw like food at all these paintings to try. It's like Ralph in the Simpsons. Simpsons. I'm happy. So they said that they were seated on the floor, their hands pressed to vehicles, and they said auto show of destruction. They said that these automobile industries trying to greenwash their image uh, by using a... I think the whole EV everything is greenwash because it's not actually green. Just be honest about it. But I do think it's funny when people glue themselves to stuff. Uh, they said that some of the protesters that were doing it, they had a really rough night glued to the floor at a po- Porsche muse- museum. They couldn't use the restroom. And apparently none of them thought about that before they glued their hands to the floor. I'm not kidding. That's an actual headline. They glued their hands to the floor and then forgot about basic needs like using the restroom. We have Stephen Yates coming up next. Whew. Want a behind-the-scenes look at The Dana Show? Subscribe to Dana's Chapter and Verse newsletter for a deeper dive in all things Dana at danalash.com. So it is just coming in now, and we were telling you a little earlier that Attorney General Merrick Garland was going to be holding a press conference discussing what he described as significant national security cases. And we didn't get a lot of information as to what that was going to be like before it happened. But now we have some insight into this. Welcome back to the program. Dana Lash here with you. Apparently, this has to do with Chinese spies. Oh, sorry, alleged Chinese spies who were charged with trying to obstruct the United States investigation into Huawei. Now, apparently there's charges in three cases involving spies there is one case filed in new york where two spies are charged with trying to obstruct that hawaii investigation uh the uh, there's another in jersey apparently that a case was unsealed four people including three alleged chinese intel officers are charged with conspiring to act as illegal agents in the united states on behalf of china's government and there's a third case seven individuals who are allegedly working on behalf of the Chinese government charged with taking part in a years-long campaign of threats and harassment to force a U.S. resident to return to China. Now, this is on the heel, because there was another uh, another one of these cases not too long ago that had to deal with a spy in, in a na- Chinese national Missouri, uh, and it involved Monsanto, etc. So this is this seems incredibly significant. Uh, but I, 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 but I want to get, I, let's get some more insight into this because what does this mean necessarily? I mean, we've been talking for so long that the United States has been not, has not really focused on China. Joining us now, Stephen Yates, whom you can follow at Yates comes on Twitter, senior fellow American First Policy Institute and chair of the China Policy Initiative, having previously advised uh, other administrations. He joins us from his undisclosed bunker. Stephen, first off, it's good to see you. Uh, glad that you're joining us today. Thank 
thank you as always for your time. I, I know that you're finding out about all of this as we are because they kept pretty tight lip about it, uh, tight lipped about it before announcing. But this seems pretty significant. What does this say? What does this say to you? First off, I guess the United States' response to this because it's always been a hot topic of, of conversation. Chinese espionage. I think the question was wasn't that what whether or not it was occurring. It was, I guess, by how much. Uh, but I wanted to get your kind of top line thoughts on your response to all of this and and what you think this means in terms of United States handling. Well, it was a very, very odd buildup. It made it sound like we're having something uh, really close to a major election in the United States. We're going to talk about a major national security issue. Uh, it's, it was a very odd lead up, odd timing. And in the end, it's almost like opening a refrigerator sized Christmas box only to find a microwave inside. I mean, there's something that was important in there. I mean, it's important that they follow up on these cases, but the findings don't come anywhere near where the buildup was. So they so they had some Chinese intelligence officers or Chinese nationals that were interfering with law enforcement in the United States. Well, there's something I've known for 30 years. And then there's also some Chinese nationals, maybe intelligence offer, uh, agents that are out there harassing people to try to make them go back to China. That's also something that's gone on for decades. What was not mentioned to my knowledge is why the DOJ and this administration decided that the China initiative that they inherited needed to be shut down. And that came in the grand awakening of wokeness infiltrating our policymaking, where going after agents of the Communist Party of China was at least temporarily racist. And maybe today it has been declared national security and no longer racist. But color me officially confused by what they're doing and why this is what they're announcing now. If they're doing these kinds of cases to shut down this kind of interference, good. But, it, but it's hard to point to any one of these as kind of a threshold that points to sort of the pillars of freedom and justice in our country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of what an attorney general should be addressing. Uh, but, you know, I'm one of those knuckle dragging ignorant people that maybe don't know enough about this. Yeah. Well, and you and you make a good point talking with our friend Stephen Yates, uh, who is an expert in this area, foreign policy dealing with China. The. Uh, the 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 Chinese tech giant Huawei. I mean, everybody's kind of known about some of the espionage. I mean, this is, goes back to like 2019 when they were indicted. Uh, but you're right. Why why was it? But I was I don't know what I was anticipating. I thought maybe it was going to be hyper political. Um, but you're right. This is a lot of stuff that we've known. Um, I are they are they are they just is this like a showcase of uh, them trying to appear very very tough in response to this? Is the, are they trying to send a message to China or what? Yeah, my strong suspicion uh, is that they were reaching into the bag of tricks to change a narrative Mm. in the middle of a political season. Uh, Now, I would like to believe that they're focused on protecting the national security, and I support prosecuting the bad actors that they may be going through uh, on, on on these cases. But this was kind of a stretch to change a narrative, as far as I can see. And as we've talked about on a lot of different issues, this administration's top priority seems to be communication strategy. It's not actually delivering results for real America and real Americans. I'm sure that'll come as a shock to your audience. Yeah. But it's just I think that this is today a microcosm of that of that phenomenon. Uh, I mean, there are any number of things. How about walking back that supposed uh, political based crimes in, a, in the United States was a number one threat? 
right. to our to our uh, national security humanity. That the color of people's skin uh, was a uh, number one threat, uh, or that climate change was the number one threat. So we've gone through this merry-go-round of of ideas from them, and this is where what they decided to play when the music stopped today. Uh, and while I think it makes some sense, it's just bizarre on lead up and timing. It, and isn't this also odd that I mean, with this sort of buildup, you would think that they would be making a grander case as to all of the different instances of espionage perpetuated by China. Like they had the, the Harvard professor. He was found guilty of something like six counts of lying about his connections to China, etc. He, uh, he was, again, found found convicted. And, and then they had the guy who's uh, uh, stealing corporate secrets from American companies. Uh, I think this is the Monsanto guy. He's supposed to be in prison for 15 years. There are so many of these instances. And it's weird that they just didn't come out and say, OK, well, we had this one and, and actually present this to the American public as part of a larger offense that China has been engaging in for years. I agree that would make sense. Uh, but I think, you know, the one thing that is missing from a lot of our elites is answering a simple question I think most Americans can answer in an instant. Mm. Is the Communist Party of China a potential co- uh, collaborator and partner or is it an enemy that seeks a form of governance that's hostile to our way of life? Right. And I think most Americans instinctively know what that means, whether it comes to their jobs, uh, when it comes to the fidelity of the, their their faith and their freedom of expression and, and association, all those things, they get it. The Chinese are in with the woke mob and trying to under undermine the pillars right. of what it means to be American. That if you begin from that point, it's easy to justify more being done along these lines by the Justice Department, FBI, and others. But they've spent the last two years twirling around on the head of a pin focused on Americans as the biggest threat to America. Yeah, that's a, such a great point. Talking with Stephen Yates, whom you can follow at Yates Comms. To this point, and it's and the moderation. We talked about this last week with their election. Moderation is pretty much dead. The very interesting video came out where Xi Jinping apparently had his predecessor dragged out of the CCP conference during an actual live broadcast, and it was this was I mean it was a weird video because it shows this guy. Uh, they go up to him, and the next thing everybody knows is he's being very. I mean, you could tell it's, it could get forceful if he doesn't follow, uh, and he's escorted right out. So they uh, moderation is apparently totally dead now in China, completely. Yeah, well, there's the famous voice of pro wrestling and other kind of announcements where you can sort of hear in the corner saying, in the red corner, we have Xi Jinping, the undisputed leader of the unfree world. And that basically was the visual image that you have of Xi Jinping sitting there next to him, right next to the guy, not really giving a squat at what was going on. And now, in fairness, Hu Jintao's an older guy. I don't know what's going on with the guy. He could have had all kinds of old guy problems. I don't know. (laughs) But he got picked up and he got let out. He was like reaching for a piece of paper. Oh, yeah. And the people around him kept pulling it away like, no, 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 no. You can't have that right now. Uh, And so regardless of what the truth is of what happened with him, indisputably, this was a power move because Xi's people did nothing to dispute all the questions that erupted after people saw it. They just, oh, well, there's a health issue. What health issue? Yeah, he they looked pretty healthy. Left 
the power move out there. There was at one point where he leans over in the video and he's he's trying to, I guess, engage Xi Jinping, who's sitting there looking all Winnie the Poohish with a smile, sitting there just, yep. you know, and, and all of the other people buying, they all just sat there like, okay, let's get him out so we can continue. There was, it was bizarre to see no reaction. There was not even any rubbernecking. That's the other thing. That is so yep. weird. It was weird to watch. Get 3,000 commies in a room, they're full of charisma, and they know how to stand like a statue when bad stuff is going on. Because if you react, you could be next. Golly. And that, yeah, uh, that just bizarre. I'd love to find out why they thought that he had to, I don't know, that he had to get going. Well, we're going to watch and see what else happens with this DOJ announcement, maybe. But they're too busy, as you said, looking at uh, regular average everyday Americans. Uh, Stephen Yates at Yates Comms. You can always find him there. He's great insight. Thank you so much. We appreciate your time on this. Thank you, Dana. Take care. Of course. You too. And that video, I think we that uh, I'll put that in your video, your prep too for uh, the email that I sent out. It was just weird to watch. He's sitting right next to him, and Xi Jinping just kind of sits there and nobody moves. It's just you would not ever see this if this was if this was in Congress. This is in the United States. If this is British Parliament, people would be leaning out of their seats, careening their heads around. That some would probably even be recording it on their phone. And I mean. Everyone in that room, and it looks like the Jedi Council or the or the the big giant council of uh, what is it the uh, it wasn't the Jedi Council in Star Wars with Padme. It, they all just sat there with their hands totally together, or still on their desks. It was just weird, really bizarre to see. So, but that's you know communism for you. Listen to The Dana Show live on the Odyssey app. Weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern Time. And you're elected the highest ranking black Indian with Indian background woman in American history to be vice president. Um, what? Oh, my gosh. What? Yeah. Race, 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 race. Reese, uh, mega, 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 race, 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 mega, mega, abortion, abortion, mega, mega, race, 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 mega, that's literally all Democrats, that's all Democrats have been for weeks, that's all they're going to be up until midterms, it's just mega, 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 race, 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 abortion, abortion, mega, 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 race, 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 that's it, that's all they're going to do. It's mega, mega, Trickle down. Trickle down. Mega, mega, trickle down. Oh, my gosh. Uh, anyway, welcome back to the program. Dana Lash here. I, that, the sad thing is, is I have like a, several of these sound bites that are really uh, kind of really crazy because we have Kamala Harris word salad and then we've got this from Biden. And it's just we got some. He also said Republicans are going to crash the economy. He apparently said this as well. Yeah, listen to this. He just this is all today. There's nothing, nothing that will create more chaos, more inflation, and more damage to the American economy than this. Think about it. Republicans are determined to hold the economy hostage, either given to their demands on Social Security, and Medicare, which millions of Americans rely on and earn and paid for. They're going to be stealing all your Social Security. Republicans are going to crash the economy. They're going to be stealing all your Social Security. It's going to be crashing the economy. Mega, mega, oh my gosh. So imagine if I had a car and then crashed it all up 
and then you wanted to buy it. But for some reason, I didn't want to sell it to you because I thought you would crash it all up. That's what he's saying. He's already crashed the economy. Yeah. Completely. Yes. It's it's a joke. It's uh, Nobody believes this. I mean, if he thinks that this is good, then why would anyone... I mean, you, 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 it's like you said, it's already been, you know, technically crashed. It's just, I, I don't know. I, I, the whole thing is just bizarre, just bizarre. Now, in the meantime, the, I was telling you about the Rubio supporter who was savagely beaten. He's going to have to have facial reconstructive surgery. He's got a broken jaw, internal bleeding, all kinds of stuff. Very interesting point made by my friend Josh Hammer. There have been 50 incidents of vandalism, <clears throat> including firebombing at, a, at pregnancy centers across the country since June. And the FBI has not arrested one single perpetrator. Over at Newsweek. One, not one single perpetrator arrested. Unbelievable. But, you know, they're going to go ahead and make a big show about the PRC thing even though we've known about it, especially particularly with Huawei since 2019 when they were first indicted. And we've known about some of this other stuff. So what is the point of it all? Very bizarre indeed. Uh, oh, and then tomorrow we'll talk about how uh, <laughs> Stacey Abrams says that voter suppression is in, still underway in Georgia, despite the fact that it's like crazy record turnout, particularly with black voters. But whatever. Today's stupidity, Kane. Oh, it is our Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. She's claiming... That whenever Democrats hear about people complaining about inflation, well, they just need to change that subject. Listen. The fact is, is that uh, when I hear people talk about inflation, as I heard them there, we have to change that subject. Wow. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah, no. No, we can't change that subject because you'll just keep hurting us via inflation. You'll keep spending so that's just a bunch of stupidity from our speaker today. And I have more whispering for tomorrow because Biden whispers that he's coming back to ban your assault weapons again. Mm-hmm. Race, mega, 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 race, mega, mega, extreme, race, race, race. Bad guns. Folks, I'll be on Jesse Waters' program tonight, 6 p.m. Central Hour. Tune in. Have a great night. Back with you tomorrow. Tomorrow.